This weather forecast is brought to you by Edward Jones, telling you what you need to hear, not just what you want to hear. Straight talk, honest conversations. It's another way Edward Jones' 13,000 financial advisors make sense of investing. From the KDLT Weather Center and meteorologist Blaze Keller, we'll have some itty-bitty systems come through, drop the possibility of some light snow or light rain, mixing together at times, a low of 32 tonight. Tomorrow, 43, partly sunny skies in the afternoon, although any precipitation chances should diminish by 8 a.m. Mostly cloudy, 26 tomorrow night. Then we'll have a chance of snow to Friday morning, and we'll have a high of 40. Saturday's high, 49, and the same for Sunday. Temperature currently in Sioux Falls, we've got 48 at Information 1000 KSOO, where we continue with the Patrick Lally Show coming up at 5, Buck Sexton. And America Now on KSOO. Today at 3, join Patrick Lally as he looks reality straight in the face on the talk of Sioux Falls. Information 1000 KSOO. Four forty four thirty four on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO as we continue with Lead Fest for Jonathan Ellis of Argus Leader Media. This one I know. Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Pretty famous little tune there. You know, I played Pearl Jam when Joe Sneavy was on, so I figured just to, to make you feel at home, we have to set the scene, set the, you know, the culture here. Yeah, no, that's, that, he, uh, I think Joe really appreciated that. And you can, you know what, you can play Pearl Jam for me too, because I like Pearl Jam. Oh, really? Well, that's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, and then uh, our boy John Hodgson will also be happy. He was, he was, he was a little, little put off that yeah. we didn't play any Pearl Jam for him, but we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Owner of Metro Cab, John Hodgson, he... He was. He has seen more Pearl Jam concerts than Sneevy. I know. I was blown away by that. Yeah, that's saying something. Uh, so back to politics with uh, Jonathan Ellis from Argus Leader Media. Um, the healthcare enrollment started today. Um, is that everybody's going to find out how much more money they're paying? Not just through Obamacare, but everybody. So everybody's rates are going up, right? Is this going to be a crisis? I have not looked at my rates yet, but yeah. Oh, I mean, gird your loins. We're, we are uh, anticipating, um, yes, we're anticipating uh, rate increases. Uh, yet again, uh, more evidence that the Affordable Care Act was not as affordable as it was originally billed. Now, what it did do certainly was expand coverage to populations that had previously not been covered, which most people, I think, would argue is a good thing. But um, the, the costs uh, for health insurance have been going up steadily every year, um, and we should not expect to see them uh, go down this year. No. And I think some of the increases this year are kind of, there's some fear built into it by the insurance companies, right? I mean, they're, yeah. they have concerns. They have an uncertain marketplace. Uh, they don't know. I mean, you have the Trump administration that uh, is saying that they're not going to um, you know, pay the subsidies uh, so that they were originally going to get under the law. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, and so 
uh, you know, there's some debate about you know, what, whether Congress is the, the appropriate uh, entity to be paying those and or the Trump administration. But regardless, uh, the insurance companies uh, sense that, you know, with Republicans and the Trump administration actively trying to um, defang Obamacare, if that's the right way to put it, or just, just you know, speed up its demise. Well, then Trump's, Trump basically said, I, I, we've been given too much money to the insurance companies. Well, if there aren't any insurance companies, <laughs> how do you have private insurance? Yeah, and, and again, a lot of it. a lot of this again, the, a lot of this is uh, the, the individual uh, marketplace, the, the vast, mandate. We, we 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 the individual marketplace where individuals go out and get their own insurance. Um, there is quite a bit of media attention paid to that uh, segment of the population. It happens to be a fairly small segment of the population in terms of people who get their insurance. Most people get their insurance through employer-based insurance plans. And maybe that needs and, to end. Um, there have been certainly some. Um, Discussions, policy discussions about the pros and cons of, of that. Um, certainly, there have been uh, discussions. Uh, the McCain uh, campaign talked about uh, taxing um, those uh, types of plans. Uh, you know, currently there a mm-hmm. lot of that's tax free. Um, in order to try to adjust, you know, again we talked earlier about incentives, the uh, policies that create incentives, and then you try to reward types of behavior. And so, um, there have been those policy discussions, but. As we know, um, at least in recent history in Washington, not a whole lot gets done. So, yeah, yeah. recent history would suggest that is true. Hey, uh, let's with Jonathan Ellis here from the Argus Leader, and uh, he is a reporter and columnist, investigative reporter. Does all kinds of stuff, man. You've been all over the board doing Fed courts, and but there's there's interesting stuff in there. There's yeah, I go yeah. You yeah. Just, just wander on over to the federal court and see what sort of stuff you can drum up right uh no oh no you do it i on, don't do that you, you don't wander the halls I, of the federal courthouse no come they, on they man. wouldn't like me there oh okay actually that, actually I, I should say the federal courthouse is, is very pleasant the people who work there the security guards and mm-hmm. everybody they're all very nice people that, way to go uh you know <laughs> but uh I want to turn to South Dakota here, and we had Marty Jackley uh on the show not so long ago on his clean campaign pledge tour. Um, it, to which uh, Christy Noem, the two Republican uh, uh, opposites, uh, opponents for the Republican nomination for governor, uh, she basically said, he said, let's have a clean campaign. And she said, bleh, on you. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Because, right. But you can already see the themes. There's a theme here. And you, uh, I've heard Marty Jackley say now more times than I can count uh, her big D.C. PAC money. She's got a million dollars in D.C. PAC money. Yep. Bringing D.C. to South Dakota. Well, you know, if you ask her, if you ask Marty Jackley uh, if he thinks that she should switch her toothpaste, he'd say, well, you know, she probably uh, should use some of that D.C. PAC money and buy a better brand. <laughs> I, it's we, every time, every sentence has D.C. PAC money in it. Right. We, uh, we are, and I'm actually writing a column that will run in this, uh, this week's uh, dead tree version of the Argus leader but uh we we've, we're reaching that stage now where we we're actually act the active uh campaigning is beginning um you had the marty jackley campaign clean campaign pledge of which uh you know christy Nome promptly i mean it wasn't all thinking this over she just pro- and this is kind of what's what's earned her reputation for being sort of a decisive um no holds barred candidate I mean, mm-hmm. she's like no i'm not gonna that's dumb 
Does um, she and get so and so and so Marty Jackley t- tells me he was shocked, shocked <laughs> that that she wouldn't sign it. And I mean, I, I, I'm not surprised at all. But I, I think it, it is. It is. Um, these two candidates have very different personalities. They're they're very similar. I mean, they're almost the same age. They have the agriculture background. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, when it comes to politics, uh, they got some uh, differences in terms of, you know, I'm not talking policy stuff, just in temperament and how they mm-hmm. go after it. And, and Christy Noem is not somebody to be trifled with. No. I and mean, she is a thing. tough campaigner. And, and do you think that she gets labeled as a, uh, that, you know, this clean campaign pledge as being negative because she's aggressive. And if you're an aggressive woman, that's perceived as negative. I don't see her as like, Negative. I, even in the uh, in the Stephanie Herseth campaign, when they were together face to face, there were some negative ads. But when they were together face to face, it wasn't necessarily negative, but it was aggressive. It was aggressive. Yeah, she she, she she's aggressive. She um, I, I don't I, I wonder sometimes if she feels like she's got to compensate and she, and be more aggressive. You know, and, and so. But she uh, she's brought in you know that obvious that 2010 campaign was was you know when you're you, you beat an incumbent that's a big deal. Also took to out hold, uh, two prominent Republicans in the primary. Took to out get two there. prominent Republicans and then had a tough reelection in 2012. And so this these are these are type, the types of campaigns that Marty Jackley has not had to, to wage. I mm-hmm. mean he's I mean you know who did he run against Ron Valesky? I mean come on I, and so, never had to run in a primary. Yeah, I, I think that's right. He's not had a primary. So. This is, uh, you know, he's touting, Marty's ta- touting his, his South Dakota campaign, his, his South Dakota-based c- consultants and all of that. And you're right in trying to paint then Christy Nome as sort of this Washington, this creature of Washington, which if you're successful, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. very, that's, that's, a, good, um, that's a good line for Marty Jackley to take. Like, uh, here comes Hawaii. We don't want Washington and Pierre. Oh, yeah. That's, so, what you would, that's exactly what you would do. Right. You know, here's, and he, when you say they're different, he is a very reserved, he doesn't get all fired up. You know what I mean? He's a reserved guy. He's a lawyer. He's, a, he's been a prosecutor. And he's very direct and right here. And he will continue. And he gets a little emotional, but he's not, he's not flamboyant. I guess is what I'm saying. Right. And we, we will see, um, you know, his reaction to her not signing to her, you know, promptly shooting down that clean 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 uh, campaign pledge uh you know i said so what are you going to do and he said well you know there might be times on the campaign where i can turn the other cheek but there might be times when i can't and so what that basically tells me is he's, he's prepared to have to you know to be aggressive if that's what it takes i think there's going to be more money spent on this governor's race than we are accustomed yeah i mean the, that's that's as it should be i mean it's an open seat mm-hmm. um there's inflation so yeah. you know, it, it should always cost more. Every year should be more. It should not be a headline that that oh, it's the costliest ever. Well, that's because we have inflation. Yeah, it's been a few years, people. Uh, we're going to come right back and uh, talk more with Mr. Jonathan Ellis. Try it. We're going to try and get this down to the local level where we really like to to roam. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information One Thousand KSOO. Hi, Chad here from the Main Street Cafe. All right. 